Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It's Tuesday, August 21st, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Jared Ramos, the man charged with killing five people at the Capital Gazette newspaper offices, is going to get more time for his lawyer to consider filing a not criminally responsible plea instead of the not guilty plea that was initially filed. Anne Arundel County Circuit Court Judge Laura Kiesling made that ruling yesterday afternoon, and she found good cause to give him until October 24th to consider that plea. His lawyer, William Davis, a public defender, said that there are hundreds of pages of documents that he needed to review in order to make the plea. After meeting with attorneys, Kiesling did schedule the trial, and it is a jury trial for January 15th, 2019. That is after the elections, so this will likely play as a role in the upcoming elections. Kiesling did estimate that the trial could last up to 10 days, and Ramos, this was actually his first time in the courtroom in person. And he sat quietly in the courtroom, long hair and a beard. He wore glasses and authorities led him away in leg irons after the short hearing. Huge credit to Danielle All, a reporter with the Capitol who was also in the courtroom. In addition to putting out the damn paper, the Capitol is going to be reporting on this trial. And it's going to take some fortitude to sit in there to do that and watch a man on trial for killing five of your co-workers. In other trial news, the judge did grant the defense a motion to release witness phone numbers and addresses. However, it is only to the defense attorneys. It will not be part of a public record or available anywhere. State's attorney Wes Adams had asked that those names be sealed, but the defense attorney successfully argued that he should have access to them. To remind you, Ramos does face 23 charges. Five of them are first-degree murder charges in the deaths of Gerald Fishman, Rob Hyassen, John McNamara, Rebecca Smith, and Wendy Winters in the June 28th attack. He's also facing attempted murder charges against Paul Gillespie, as well as various assault and gun charges. If found guilty, and this is guilty-guilty, not not criminally responsible, he does face a life sentence for each of those five counts. The University of Maryland football team yesterday gathered to share plans on how to honor Jordan McNair, the 19-year-old offensive lineman who collapsed after a May practice and died from heat stroke two weeks later. The team is going to be wearing a helmet sticker with the number 79 on the back, and that's the number that Jordan wore during the time that he was there at Maryland. No member of the football team will wear McNair's number for the next three years, the time during which he would have been eligible to play. In addition, a moment of silence will be held during the Texas and Temple games, and his Locker will be encased with glass. McNair will also be honored on senior day with his class, and he'll be honored at senior graduation ceremony. The team does also plan to award a scholarship to a Maryland football student athlete in McNair's honor every single year. 
In other sports news, Mayor Catherine Pugh of Baltimore said the Preakness is here to stay in Baltimore, and she suggested that it could be through a special lottery. She and Delegate Sandy Rosenberg said the lottery could fund much of the cost to redo the historic 143-year-old racetrack in Park Heights, pending the results of an ongoing study by the Maryland Stadium Authority. Rosenberg is a staunch advocate of keeping the Preakness at Pimlico and said that the funding for much of the expected $300 million redevelopment could be made with revenue from a special state lottery similar to the funding used to build Oriole Park at Camden Yards and M&T Bank Stadium in the 1980s. However, all of those are on hold until the Maryland Stadium Authority releases the second phase of a report on the viability of Pimlico to continue to host the Preakness, and that report is due out in November. The first phase of the report said that it would cost about $300 million to redevelop the racetrack, and Pimlico's owners, the Stronach Group, have been mulling whether to move it over to Laurel Park here in Anne Arundel County, and they seem to have been pretty happy and pretty excited to do that. So I'm not so sure that the Preakness will stay in Baltimore, but stay tuned. We should know more about that in November when that second report comes out. Something I didn't know, but yesterday was World Mosquito Day. It was also World Radio Day or International Radio Day. I saw something on Facebook with WNAV. Everyone was saying, hey, congratulations for National Radio Day. But back to the mosquitoes. It was yesterday. It was World Mosquito Day. And the fine folks at Terminix have released its list of the top 25 mosquito cities. Obviously, the Terminix people don't have too much to do because they can come up with a list for this. But Washington, D.C. ranks number three behind Dallas and New York City, and Baltimore ranks number 10. And as I look down the list of 25 top cities, what would be considered that New York-Washington corridor accounts for five out of the 25. So in case you didn't know it, you know it now. We're having one hell of a mosquito season this year. That is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day with all of the current news. And stay tuned because we have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast, and he is coming up right in a few minutes. September 29th, the inaugural Twist and Stout Festival at Quiet Waters Park along the shores of the South River. Twist and Stout, a Maryland wine, craft beer, music, food, and arts festival. Presented by the Anne Arundel County Department of Recreation and Parks, along with the Maryland Wineries Association. Sample dozens of craft beers and Maryland wines. Dance the afternoon away to the sounds of Saved by Zero and the Groove Spot Band. Watch the plein air painters and shop dozens of artisans, crafters, and food trucks. Tickets are on sale now at twistandstout.org. T-W-I-S-T-A-N-D-S-T-O-U-T dot org. September 29th, Twist and Stout at Quiet Waters Park, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Tickets at twistandstout.org. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey, everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, August 21st. So here's the deal for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County. Get through today and tomorrow, and the reward will be four straight very nice days of sunshine and cooler temps, especially Thursday through Saturday, before some summertime heat kicks back in Sunday into Monday. Today, look for rain, especially in the p.m. hours. Some storms could be strong to severe with temps in the low to mid-80s. More rain and more 80s Wednesday. Then we're looking at sunshine and 75 to 80 on Thursday, followed by more sun and 80 to 85 Friday and Saturday, before temps get back into the 85 to 90 degree range Sunday into early next week. But all in all, a great forecast for the region late week through the weekend. 
Okay, that's it for today. Make it a great day and be sure to follow DMD Weather anytime at dmdweather.com or on social media via Twitter or Facebook or especially on our free app that you can download from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather so you can always stay weather informed. But remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Hi, I'm Anne Arundel County Executive Steve Hsu. Pain never killed anyone, but heroin does. We're tired of losing our mothers, fathers, daughters, and sons to this epidemic. Step up and join our effort to stop creating new users. Doctor's orders. Go to aacounty.org slash heroin to learn more about how you can stop addiction. Suicide prevention starts with everyday heroes like you. Join us Saturday, September 22nd at the Navy Marine Corps Stadium in Annapolis as we walk to fight suicide. It's the 10th annual Annapolis Out of the Darkness Walk. Be a part of the movement turning hope into action. Funds raised will benefit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Register today at AFSP.org slash Annapolis. Together, we can help stop suicide. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.